Recode Radio presents Too Embarrassed to Ask, hosted by me, Kara Swisher, and Lauren Good of The Verge, powered by digital media. Today's sponsor is Casper. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash recode and using the promo code recode. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. And I'm Lauren Good, senior editor of technology at The Verge. And this is Too Embarrassed to Ask, a podcast that's about making technology easier to use and understand. If you have questions that you've been dying to ask, we'll give you the answers, plus our views on all the latest gadgets. Submit your questions in advance by tweeting them to at Recode with the hashtag AskRecode. That's all one word, hashtag ASK. R-E-C-O-D-E. And you can find all of our past episodes on iTunes at iTunes.com slash too embarrassed to ask. And while you're there, leave us a review. Fantastic. Kara, you know, I have to say, I like envision you mumbling in your sleep, like, ask Rico. I don't R-E-C-O-D-E. No, I still want it to be Tita, but we're not going to go into that right now. No, we're not calling it Tita. We're not calling it that. All right. So, Lauren, we're here in San Francisco together once again for another episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask. And this time, I brought some gadgets and props. Yes, I did. You have a lot of gadgets yes. right here. Yes, I do. I have. I call them my unwearables. I didn't bring all of them because I can't, I like throw them into drawers and they're in various drawers. I brought the three latest unwearables. Okay, so let's go through, before we get into right. what we have in front of us here, tell me about your theory around unwearables. Right. Well, here's the deal. You know, we'll read some of our listener stories later about unwearables, but I want to talk to you about why I have problems with this is I, I am one of these people that literally I feel like Charlie Brown and Lucy and the football, if you all remember that. I like keep kicking at these things. And, and they you're just, just whiffing. They're whiffing. They just, I buy them, I spend, it's always $150. It feels like $150. And it just goes cha-ching on my credit card with great hope. Sometimes they give me some, sometimes I get some at events and things like that. No matter what, I get them, I wear them, I try really hard to like them, and I do not, I end up taking them off and leaving them at home. And that's all of them. Well, so why far. do you buy them? What are you hoping for when you I'm initially hoping, buy them? I don't them? know, some magic unicorn. I'm not sure, but they, you know, they feel like they should be doing more for me. So I call them unwearables. Either they're uncomfortable to wear and unattractive, that's one area. Two, they don't give me enough information. Like I, the, I carry my phone in my pocket. It has the steps information just the same. And so wearing a, an additional device feels like I'm in prison. And then they just don't, I don't know. They just, each of them have, has an unsatisfying element. It's like bad relationships. It's like, you know, you're like dating on like match.com and just coming up with really bad. Yeah. Dates. Sometimes it feels like you're learning more about what you don't want. Yes. Than what you want. Yeah, and I don't it's know. It's like bad dating. Yeah, in that it's just way. You're like, one, oh, let's just one check is that one the, I just the list. I don't keep them. I leave them at home, and you know, I, I go back to wearing this watch I've had since I was. I've had this watch for twenty years. What you kind know? of watch is that? It's a Tissot. Okay. A I have lots of have watches. Have you ever had to replace the battery? No, actually, it works just great. It tells the time, and I like it. I'm comfortable with wearing these things, so it's not as if. I don't like watches. I'm not wearing them. It's that I, these things, which should tell the time and all kinds of things, just don't. I don't know why they're so unsatisfying, but they really are. And and there's lots of reasons for it. And I have great hopes for the Apple Watch, which is in this pile of stuff. Yeah, so let's actually go. It's hard for our listeners to see right now what we've got in front of us. But, I mean, it's more than half a dozen wrist yes. wearables. Yes, And so this one stands out to me because it's got this pretty melanated band. I bought that. Band. Yes, that was $200. Right, this is the Apple whatever. Watch. Yeah, Tell the, me about this one. So... I, I bought it. I didn't on. buy it at first, actually. Mm-hmm. I was like very much like, uh-uh, no, no, I'm not going to be fooled. And then I kept passing the store, and I kept going, oh, well, it's much more attractive than the others. And I initially bought the first one with the plastic watch, you know, cause I, and I bought the cheaper one. I didn't mm-hmm. need the, the alumi- aluminum. I, aluminum. You got the sport one. I got the sport, the cheap one. I was like, I'm not being fooled with the, whatever the silver, whatever the heck they uh, have. What was it? Stainless steel is, whatever. is the next I wasn't paying that tier. much for mm-hmm. it. And so I did. And then I went back and bought the um, band, this beautiful band, because I have another watch like this that 
that I like the band mm-hmm. on. And so this should be something that's satisfying to me because it's like it's a relatively nice watch. It's a little big. It's a little. I got the small one. Okay. Um, it's a little bulky, but I found it almost useless. Even in telling the time, like it's not on. I have to move my wrist all the time. It kept buzzing at me in ways I didn't enjoy. And then using yeah, the I can apps really imagine on it. What your notifications? Would yes, be like. exactly. And then the stupid little apps. Like I, I couldn't call people with it. Like the little apps, that little weird app cloud. Like I couldn't touch it. I feel like I have to have tiny little wee hands to do. Like I, I was looking, I was searching for babies to help me. Do you know what I mean? Like, come here, baby. Will you push the LinkedIn one or whatever? I didn't use any of the oh, apps. Oh God! None of them. If LinkedIn uh, uh, no, desktop I use zero and mobile is just an arduous experience. So you're trying. I, I can't even get. I didn't use any of the apps. I didn't use the wallet app. I didn't use the Uber app. Never would come up for me. It wouldn't work. I didn't Did use, you use the mapping the activity app. tracking app. Not really. No, okay. not really. I, the one that I use most is looking. Calls coming in, and occasionally I talk to my wrist because my kids thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. But it just got tired super fast, and then I don't even understand how to get them off, or you know, like New York Times. Like, how am I going to read this little New York Times? So it's just like, it so, just, there's none of the apps are very helpful. Funny at all. story. I was yes. I was actually wearing my Apple Watch on the day that we announced at Recode that we were being acquired by Vox Media yeah. and the news hit the New York Times. Yeah. And I think I was, I was in the restroom at Code Conference and it popped up on my wrist. And I mm-hmm. looked down and I thought, oh, well, there's the what? news. It's there's out. the news. The news yeah. is out. So that was kind of a funny experience. But oh. how long did you end up wearing that Apple Watch for? Oh, Are you still wearing I, it? No, I'm not. I'm going to do it again. I'm gonna, it's going to be bad. It's going to, oh, now what's it doing? So I don't, I never know what it's doing. Like, I'm always like, oops, I hit something kind of thing. And it's really, and again, maybe it's doing too much or it's, the apps really drive me crazy on this thing. Like the real, like Zillow, what the heck, or Airbnb. I'm not looking at Airbnb on this thing. Why is it even bother to have Airbnb on? Yeah, I think in order for something, a smart like watch that's running apps. a lot of apps that, that are yeah, great. there should be key apps, like ones that, that really make great. a lot of sense. Great. But then I also think that the voice technology has to get better because these things are not good input devices. So you They're really have to have that kind devices. of seamless experience where yeah. you like you just raise your wrist and you talk to it and you say do this and it does it immediately. Right. And they're right. it's getting there, but it's super slow. It should be like my Amazon Echo, which again is the most satisfying device I've bought in years. It's so really you should just strap the Echo to, your wrist. to my back or something like that. You know what I mean? No, but it always has like the a, right answer. It's super short right, in their but answers. But it's in a stable environment. It's always connected to Wi-Fi you know, in the same environment. I, well, Apple should have made one then. I don't know. But it doesn't, this one, if I said, read me my news, I would like that in this little yeah, thing. Yeah. Read you me have my to, news. You have to wonder the conversations that were going on behind the scenes when yeah. the Echo, when like, they couldn't this read me my news? And, if I said, hey, wristwatch, read mm-hmm. me my news, they could do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like that. Or, or hey, I'm trying to get to, hunt, you know, first in Market Street. Can you, you know, if it had six things that were super useful, I would be thrilled. Echo has 10, 20 things that I love, like kind of thing already. And I haven't even plumbed the depths of the possibilities. Yeah, there are like, I think over 300 now. You know, 300 and, skills and that both the thing can people, do. Yeah, skills. And both Google and Apple are all braggy about how much better their technology is. I'm like, well, <laughs> theirs works, yours doesn't. Like maybe, you know, they're like, our AI is, I've heard from executives when I've talked about it, you know, our AI is better, mm-hmm. our thing. It's just not better. It doesn't work. So mm-hmm. that's my issue with it. Okay, let's go on to the, we're not just yes, talking about talk the Apple, Apple Watch, Watch today. Though. That was so the you, most disappointing. So you, so you, you feel it was like, like a relationship I had in the 80s. I won't talk about which one. But oh, that's, that's going to be a whole other podcast. Yeah, exactly. We exactly. can go there if you want. We yeah. can skip the unwearables thing and go no, to no, like no, the undateables. No, that's okay. okay. No. Okay, so, so but there are plenty of things here that don't have displays. Yes, so this one is the new one I just bought, the Fitbit, when I called you from the store. That is the Charge HR. That actually does have a little mini display. Display, but it doesn't. It does. It doesn't run apps or anything right. like that. I don't know. I don't know. I took it right off because it gave me a rash. I'll tell you. Oh, it did. I know Fitbit's mad at me, but too bad. But it gave me a rash. It did. It was too big and bulky on my little tiny wrist. So Fitbit actually had a, 
I like um, the HR aspect, the, the heart rate aspect of it. The previous version, I think, that was it the flex that they end up having to replace I don't know, with a force itchy, itchy, itchy. because it was a because yeah. of a rash. Just too um, big. They supposedly did work on improving, the, you know, the testing around the materials. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. But, um, okay, so and you didn't like that one. I, I did have found people tell me. I haven't worn the Charge HR for any extended period of time, but people that do end up getting the Charge HR say that they want it because they want resting heart rate. Yes. You know, yes. they want to wake up yeah. in, in, in the morning and they want that log. They want yeah, to know if they're starting that. at 53 I liked it for about minute, 27 minutes and, and then, then I was bored with okay, it. Um, the ones that's, I do think are most so well. comfortable are the... Um, that's the jawbone uh, up jaw to. Yeah, I think this And was, that's actually a little bit less expensive than the other ones we're yeah, talking about, Yeah, I liked the wearing of it. It was hard to put on this weird wristband. I thought it was a good idea. Like the oh, little, the clasp the on clasp. the jawbone up but it was, three. It was smart. It drove I, me bonkers. Yeah, the, the clasping things are bad. But then this is too much. Uh, the other one, the this is the three. That's the, the three. That's the yeah, clasp that, that drove much. me bonkers. That and that was much. it's one hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. Maybe it's some special yeah, now, but that was really too. expensive. And that one. When Jawbone first released it, you know, it was delayed, and then they put it out, and even when they put it out, they said, we're still working on the heart rate technology. Mm -hmm. It's a, like, a limited amount of heart rate tracking. All these things kind of feel like we're the beta testers. Right, exactly. Right? No, they like, are. They, like, yeah. a lot of them get put out, and they're, like, and the company says, well, you know, we're going to release a firmware update yeah. down the road in three months, and then yeah, it's going to be accurate, and then it's going to be— dollars I mean, in. right, this pile And then right you here. have a pile here, which I have not flirted with, this giant thing. All of them look like— like I have to be like a football player to wear them. This is your so Apple that is watch. the Huawei watch. This is the Huawei. Oh, it looks that, like this one. Oh, this one. The and Huawei. that one is running on Android Wear. So I I mix it up from time to time because that's enormous. Part of my job as a reviewer is to understand how these things work. This and looks like the Amazon Echo so Dot th on your wrist. That's what I I yeah. use when I'm like testing Android Wear. That or the Moto 360. No, I didn't particularly like that one yeah, to be big. honest. It's Although very it's large. Kind of the, I mean the Milanese band reminded me well, very much of the one the same one on Apple Watch. And then there's like the same one. What's this enormous one? That is the Fitbit Surge. Wow. So that's their top-of-the-line performance. You want GPS, and you do lots of sports. Well, if I was James Bond, that. this would be fantastic, but I'm not. So the biggest problem wow. I ever had with the Surge is that it's so bulky that it's hard to get a lot of your sleeves over it. Like if I'm wearing a, yeah. dr a nice dress shirt or even yeah. a jacket that's fitted around the wrist, yeah. it's seriously uncomfortable because of how big the thing is. This is like if I'm Ethan Hunt and I want to take down the drug dealers in Sri Lanka, this is what I would wear. I, the words you just said, I'm, I'm not— I Mission don't Impossible. No, but you're talking about Mission oh, Impossible. I, Tom, if you said Tom yeah. Cruise, I might have understood it, but. The original Mission Impossible was not Tom Cruise. I, I like, literally have no and idea. And then this is the same one, right? It's mine. Viren is shaking his yeah. head. Is, should I know what that is? And Eric Johnson, too. In, the okay. point being, if you were a secret agent, this would be the watch you would want to have. No, if because even a secret agent would say, although President Obama mm -hmm. loves that thing. Does he? Loves the surge. He's been wearing it for almost a year now. We wow. first spotted him wearing it, I think it was last March. Yeah. He's, he's been in he's professional photography, you know, man. photos and on the cover of a magazine you wearing can see the surge. A dude wearing it. No ladies. I mean, I, maybe some ladies. I shouldn't say that. That's and Fitbit hopes that their latest stuff. Like I'm wearing. I can strap you can this see on my this, forehead. I'm the newest and it would be one. What do you think of this one? This it's is the, the same Alpha. difference. It's the same thing. It's the same variation of. This you thing. cannot say that looks the same as the surge. It, no, it doesn't. It's just the same bigness of like it looks like this one. It looks like the uh, the jawbone. It looks more. The jawbone's already been there. Like bracelets. Yeah, yeah, but they're not nice bracelets. And yeah. Stuff. So I think the issue is, is when is it going to be very useful for me? Because I, I am very open to this and not pulling my phone out and stuff like that. But it really does. And it also runs down my phone battery, the Bluetooth. Oh, that's interesting. We've heard some complaints from Tons. consumers about that. Yep. I mean, a lot of them, I think, are trying to sort of share the data passively or only when you open the I don't the know. App, but it, my, and so it's my not. And, and also Bluetooth downhill. Smart is supposed to be pretty low energy. 
but we have point, heard it was complaints. doing something with my data when I first had it on. It was for some reason it was. Well, through. that was probably because you were running, you were using Snapchat all the time. Yes, and that's you were right. Running Snapchat. You know, Snapchat on this one of these things would be fun. Like here's here I am. Hi. Yeah, but you'd need a camera built into it, and that I looks know. really that's dorky. That's really big. Yes, like that's Samsung true. has a watch that has um, a camera built into the wrist. Well, I don't know what dorky. they're going to do, Lauren, because none of these seem to be quite right. Yeah, wearables to me are they're in the same category right now as the smart home. Where for the past three to five years, we've been hearing these predictions about how big the market is mm -hmm. for these types of things and how they're about to explode. But it seems like we keep running into these issues where I think a lot of consumers have a hard time getting long-term value out of them, or they're just you know simultaneously not simple enough. Right. And so why does smart have to be complicated? Right. I mean, they should be useful or delightful or something like that, mm -hmm. or they give you something that's even just once a day, they should make something easier for you. And and they don't, they seem to not. And again, and they're high maintenance. Yeah. And I'm always, back to I'm the always dating coordinating analogy. with They're just, they're phone. super high maintenance. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, like you want to come home to something at the end of the day and just have it be like a breath of fresh air. And you're right. like, oh, this is really adding to my life. You know, Yes. you don't want something that's like, I need you to Call me and text message me every hour, right. and I'm going to make things more difficult. I agree. And some of these are like that. I agree. Hashtag unwearables. Hashtag, that's, you, Sorry, you all you people. Here. And I want to like you. I want to like you. I'm going to keep testing them because I think they're fun. Yeah. but And I'm going to keep spending ridiculous amounts of money and having a bigger and bigger drawer of things I don't your use anymore. forlorn drawer. Forlorn drawer. I think I have all of them. At some point, I'll have the museum of unwearables. That's yeah, you will. It'll I'm be like Mossberg's lady. Tech Museum, yeah. except yours will be all yes. forgotten wearables. So we're going to get to readers in a minute, because they got there's a big response on this. Everyone huge. had the same huge, huge response. Huge response. First, I want to talk about a piece of technology I'm planning to use, and that's our sponsor, FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes super easy and affordable to frame the things you love, and they can frame anything. First, they send you a mailing kit for your artwork, posters, album covers, old photos, anything. Then their experts frame it and send it back to you in days, and it shows up ready to hang. You can upload pictures from your phone or laptop. You can even upload directly from your Instagram feed. Lauren, what Instagram picture oh. would you get framed? No, you know, I wouldn't do an Instagram picture, but I've been looking into frames lately because I look at a lot of art on Etsy, mm -hmm. and a lot of them are digital printouts only. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, I'm never going to get this framed. Right. So this seems like it would yeah. be a cool solution. Yeah, I spend a lot of money on framing. I love frames. Frames can actually be very costly. They can be. I've mm -hmm. spent a lot of money. I love beautiful frames. So pricing here starts just at $39, oh. and the best part, all the shipping is free. If you have kids, you know you have to frame their art. I do that a lot, too. They're giving you a special offer to all our listeners. Just join FrameBridge.com and enter the offer ASK15. That's ASK15 at the checkout for 15% off your first FrameBridge order. Thanks, FrameBridge. All right. Every week, we ask our readers and listeners to send in their questions about tech topics, and you can do that by tweeting us with the hashtag AskRecode. But this week, Kara, we did something a little bit different. Yeah. What did we do? Yes. Well, this week, we asked you for your stories about wearable technology and whether you had ever given up on an activity tracker. Yes. Whether you have a drawer of unwearables that rivals Kara Swishers. We do not. But in any case, we got more replies to this than we did to our call for questions about Apple's battle with the FBI last week. People are sorely disappointed and yet wanting more. What does that say, by the way, about there our society? There is a big opportunity. We asked, we asked people if they had questions about Apple and the FBI. We did get some great responses, and I recommend everyone yeah. go check out that podcast as well. But this week, people were really fired up about wear yes, wearable they they got, wrist they, Tamagotchis. They <laughs> you know, because it's, you know, it's an issue. You buy these things, you get disappointed, but you want them to work. Well, let me read a couple right. for you. Uh, let's see. The first one we have is from Andrew Gilleff. Uh, he said, had an Apple Watch, super enamored by it for two months, got bored and sold it. No wow factor. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. No Another wow. one, uh, Vinit Madan said, had the original Pebble, lasted three months, had to disable all smart features. It was crash prone, killed my phone battery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Joe Stern says, 
I did with the Mi Band, which was really inaccurate. Sent it back to swap, never got a replacement. Um, Disappointment everywhere. Yeah, it's really uh, people. There were no happy stories. Did you notice that? There were. There There actually were some, and we're going to get to them as well. It It wasn't all bad news. At the new binary said, the Fitbit Flex, no wow factor. Once again, no wow factor. People keep saying, delivered functionality, but that's it. Nothing different than cheaper ones. And then we got another tweet from someone named James VB who said he got a Sony SmartBand 2. Not sure what's smart about it. Ooh, sick burn. Uh, Lots of vibrations and flashing lights. No idea. So yeah, there. I mean, there definitely are some disappointments here. You are not alone, Kara. No, and your... look at this one. This is from Raghav Sharma at Rags Peg. I had one. I had a Fitbit told me I'd walked five miles. I was only rocking the baby to sleep for five minutes. So accuracy. Another accuracy is another problem with these. Although you know, I might take that. Like if I'm sitting at my desk and at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's like no, you walked five that. miles. I'd point. be like, lazy person. <laughs> Um, this other one ditched a jawbone up because it wouldn't measure spin classes accurately, nor could I wear it in the pool or shower. I agree. You know, that is actually a yep. real, I don't know if you want to call it a lack of value proposition yeah, or something one, that these the are addressed one, with. Yeah, and we've, we've talked a little bit about how I had knee surgery recently, and so right now I can't do all the activities I would normally do. But two things that I can do are ride a stationary bike, and eventually I'm going to be able to swim in a pool. So those are two things. Like if I get really into that and I'm getting my exercise in, these wearables generally can't track yeah. Stuff like that very accurately. Yeah. All right. But there were also some good ones. There were some good ones. Uh, Renal Desai said he uses his Apple Watch every day, and a friend of his loves the Microsoft Band 2. And Leah Lorenzano of our Recode, uh, of our what does she have? staff. She has an Apple Watch. She loves her Apple Watch. What does she love it for? She just keeps saying she loves it. I'm not sure why. Some people really like getting their text messages on yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure why that is the case. But anyway, go ahead. Vineet Madan, who wrote in earlier, yeah. initially saying he gave up on another wearable, he says he's using an Apple Watch now. It saves battery on phone, heart rate, etc. all work perfectly, quote unquote. So he seems to be very happy with the optical heart rate tracking from the wrist, which some other people have complained about with wearables. And then I actually put this question on my Facebook page as well. I think people on my Facebook page are probably sick of me posting about technology all the time. But this one got an overwhelming response. And a friend of mine, uh, Sarah, said, I am obsessed with my Fitbit charge and June will be one year, which is actually a pretty long time to be wearing one of these things. You know, we had other positive responses as well. One woman wrote in and she said that she was using her Garmin for a year and it really kept her on track. But then when she ditched her Garmin, she fell off track too. So she actually tied her behavioral patterns to wearing the thing, which was surprising. Some other people said, yeah, I wore my thing, you know, my wrist thingy for a long time. Then I ditched it, but I had already developed the habits and that was good. Yeah. So even though they were no longer wearing it, they kept walking. You know what's helpful is the the scales. I like those. Oh, the Wi-Fi scales? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't, I'll tell you why I don't like them. Because they tell you, you how fat you are? You never escape your weight. Yes, exactly. Like most scales, you I'm like, just saying they you work. step on. There's a, there's a good example of something that's useful. You step on a dumb scale yes. and you see the number you don't like and you say, oh, let me shed a couple layers of clothing and take my shoes off and take my jewelry off and you do that. And then you step on the dumb scale again. You're still not super happy with it. So then you're like, let me do it tomorrow morning before I've had anything to eat, you know? And then you feel better about it a little yeah. bit. But with but with a works. smart scale, yeah. you just see the number and it's like sending to the cloud. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. all of your devices yes, and you exactly. can never erase that is a good it. Thing. And you're like, I'm just telling you, it works. That's all. Okay. Okay, so we're going to continue to talk about this topic and what some companies are actually doing to try to make these things a little bit stickier. But first, we have a word from another sponsor. This time, it's Amazon Blink. Amazon Blink. 
You've heard of Amazon Echo, which lets you order stuff with your voice, and Dash, which lets you buy stuff from Amazon just with the press of a button. Amazon Blink is a pair of comfortable four-pound goggles that latch onto your face and constantly monitor your eyes for blink activity or blinktivity. Blink four times in a row to restock on toilet paper or six times for baby formula. You'll get the most out of your Amazon Blink if you sleep with the goggles on. As soon as you awake, they'll scan your retinas to determine how much coffee you need. The normal Blink goggles cost $199, but for $99, you can get the quote-unquote special offers model that flashes advertisements into your pupils whenever you reopen your eyes. That's Amazon yeah. Blink. Yeah. Thanks, Amazon. You know they're making that. You know. I mean, it might That's not like entirely be a joke. All right, Lauren, we've been dragging these wearables through their muck all through the episode, and I'm sure we'll be getting calls. Too bad. Uh, story of our life. It's story of our life. It's clear we're not the only ones with complaints. But what are wearable companies actually doing to make these things valuable and useful? Because I think people, the reason they're mad, the reason I'm mad is I want them to work. I have this weird hope. It's like buying the, like the umpteenth diet book, or you know, like yeah. Oh, uh, finally, like this is the food that's going to save you. It's that kind. It's right. that kind of mentality. Yeah, it's so. the idea of you know, like fad diets better, not better working. Meant. Not, or yeah, or this idea of side. of if you know you're holding it wrong. I don't like that. I don't like when yeah. when companies make something and maybe it's not especially effective, yeah. and they point to consumers and say you're holding it wrong. Right. Well, maybe you should work on the design a little bit more. You know, so what has to happen? Um, well, one thing that we've seen a little bit of a trend towards, like when we were at CES earlier this year, and we saw companies coming out with like prettier wearables. You know, things that look a little bit more attractive, with the idea being that maybe consumers will actually wear them if mm-hmm. they look more like bracelets, something like, uh, I don't know, the Misfit Ray or some of the Fossil Bands or even this new Fitbit Alta to a point, rather than these clunky, ugly, you know, celibacy bands or prison bracelets. Mm-hmm. In some cases, we've seen companies experiment with different types of batteries. Mm-hmm. So some of them don't have a display and they use like a coin battery and then you can get six months to a year per charge or on the single right, battery. So, you, take it off so you never have to actually charge the thing. I don't mind the charging as much. The charging is a real sticking point for me. Oh, is it? I don't like it. I don't like having to charge something every night if it's oh. not my phone. Right. Uh, but that's just or, or laptop. You do your phone anyway. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah but the, the phone has proven itself in terms of its value. So you say, oh, okay, right, I'll, I'll do, let that. You do that. You know? Is that how you do with like if your kids don't behave or something like that? You're not proving yourself. I'm not going to feed you tonight. <laughs> yeah, my imaginary children. <laughs> I don't feed them. You got to feed your kids. <laughs> Good thing. Yeah. Just a little tip there. It's a pro tip from me <laughs> to you. But why? Technology is going to do it for me. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, get like, okay. like kid food dispensers. All right, then. Move along. But most of the efforts we're seeing around making wearables more valuable is around software. Yeah. So things like Fitbit and Jawbone and others create a kind of social community. The idea is if you have friends that are also using the band and mm-hmm. you guys can connect in the app and compare points Yeah, and the steps, Jawbone app is fantastic. Then, yeah, Very it's kind helpful. of like in real life. I like it. I like their like, app. Like, Kara, if, you, if I said to you, hey, Kara, do you want to go for a hike this weekend? Yeah, no. And But you do, right? No, I don't. don't you? Don't you, you want to go for a hike with me? Yeah. I'm so sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but if I asked don't you to go for awkward, a hike, yeah. and, and you said yes in a, yeah. like a moment of tenderness. Not that I would, but yes, okay. And then, and then that weekend you canceled on me, yeah. you'd kind of be a jerk, right? Because you canceled. But if yeah. you were just planning on going yourself, yeah. and you were lazy that day, and you said, I'm just going to stay on the couch and hang out with my cats, yeah. then you're only failing yourself. And so the idea with by creating these social communities and applications yeah. is the companies no, hope that the peer motivation will be there. Yeah. But it's really easy to fall off of that yeah. because you're, no, it was you good. Know. I like that. I like all the suggestions. I think the Jawbone does the best of the apps. I have to say they're most intuitive. They have lots of nice suggestions. Mm-hmm. The little charts are pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they do. I think that's where their strength is going to be is in these in the software of how you present it to you. Because right now, again, just telling me I have 10,000 steps is really, uh, I, after a while, it beca- I know what 10,000 steps are. And it doesn't really give me much more information. And I think they do a nice job of that. And you could, if they did more of it, 
It yep. would be helpful. That actually brings me to kind of the next point, which is another way that companies are trying to make these better around the software is by offering insights. Right. Like Jawbones is called the smart coach. Other companies have their versions of it, but this idea of, you know, you only got six hours of sleep last night and you woke up three times during the night and, you know, here are some suggestions for that. Um, take a nap right now. Yeah, something like that. You yeah. know, I was thinking, I'm, t- I'm testing out all these. time to get up and I'm, take a I'm walk. I'm going to be interviewing you know? the, the CEO of Headspace, one of the uh, meditation apps. Why can't they be on your phone? I mean, your, your wrist. That would be great. Like, now you're going to meditate for 10 minutes, Carrie. You're going to take a minute and do breathing exercise. Like, so it would actually just ping you on your wrist when it's time to meditate? And you could see it. Like, you could, ha- you could just show you a little, like, It seems like having Shanti something thing. on your wrist that would vibrate is the opposite of... Yeah, but um, that, that would be meditation. a perfect. To me, if it was sitting there, I don't like reaching down for my phone. If mm-hmm. it was there and it mm-hmm. went bing, now you will relax your legs. You know, like it talked to me. I would have liked that. I would like that. You know what's going to happen? What? You're going to be wearing a meditation thing on your head uh-huh. and it's going to say, Kara, it's time for you to take 10 minutes and meditate. And you're going to go, oh, hold on. I just do this thing. I just gotta, no, I got to talk what? to these people and then I've got to you know respond you're, to this message. Be surprised. And then I've got to get to this meeting and then I've got to call Ariana son. and we then I've got to, okay. We do it. We do it. I like, I really like those apps. And I think oh, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like six or seven apps on this thing that would be really helpful. Well, the thing with the apps is that they don't have the actual sensors. So right. let's say you get into tracking your resting heart rate. You know, you you pretty much have to wear something on your body that will do that. Well, they at have this to fix point. that. They're the smart people, right? Yeah, and also, I mean, at the end of the day, these companies are a little bit restricted right now. But I mean, they're not FDA approved medical right. grade products or devices, and so they can't offer things that are especially prescriptive. Right. Like I would, you know, it'd be great if at some point they got to the point where they said your glucose is really high today, yeah. and you drank two glasses of wine with dinner last night. And by the way, that's also the reason why you didn't sleep. And so here's what you should be taking or doing. Right. And like they can is offer like. Well, they can offer certain insights. And a lot of times, if you look, even if you look at Jawbone's smart coach, Mm -hmm. the things that they're suggesting will often cite another source. Like it might say this comes from, I don't know if it's the Mayo Clinic, but something like that. And so at this point, these companies cannot actually give you, you know, medical grade. I'm just waiting for one of these watches to order me around. That's what I'm talking about. You want it to order you around? Yeah, I have a feeling you would win that battle. I know that. But you I would end up ordering it around. Kara, you would take here. over the... I'm telling you, I listen to my Amazon Echo all the time. Alexa can run my life. Sorry. Anyway, this has been another great episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask. It has been. I've really enjoyed talking about thank your you. box of unwearables. <laughs> yes, and you. hopefully in 2016, yeah. we see more wearables that are cooler and better. And yeah, we're going to move stuff. on to my little TV devices next, but not today. Oh, today. that'll be really no. fun. We'll do an episode from your living room. Okay. But if you enjoyed the episode as much as we did, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a review at itunes.com slash too embarrassed to ask and subscribing is great you'll be the first to listen to new episodes every friday or catch up on previous episodes where we answer all the tech questions that our listeners have been too embarrassed to ask that's itunes.com slash too embarrassed to ask or you can also listen on recode.net slash podcasts and while you're there you should check out our other podcasts like recode decode recode replay and of course our newest show recode media with the peter kafka yes who is in the house today and don't forget to tweet your questions ahead of time to at Recode with the hashtag AskRecode. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Friday with another episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask. Tune in then. 